0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Still Austin Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a new rye blend called The Musician, first in a series because music has the ability to bring us all closer together, to make us feel more free and alive, just like great whiskey. Still Austin, owned locally, distilled in Austin, 100% Texas. Postman? Mister, <laughs> Is it Randy or Mr. Stashy? It, no, Randy Stashy. Mr. Stashy, if you're, Randy, Randy, yes. you Stashy if you're nasty. Randy if you're nasty. <laughs> out. So guys, Emerald Rocks this week, we've got uh, Relic Band. They're going to be playing at Leftwoods this Saturday night, May 21st, and they are going to fucking tear the place down, son. Uh, I've known this guy. Holy shit! For a long time,
1: a little minute, yeah, yeah, a minute, yeah. It's
0: been a minute. I was your Schwann's man in you the were, '90s. Yes, Schwan. yes. I was, man, I was, I was hoping shit. you'd bring
1: that up because yeah. yeah, I remember you being the Schwann man. Yeah. yeah, that was that was uh, back when I was a uh, uh, poor, broke musician living in my mother's basement. And now you're, poor you're broke actually business. my mother's Schwann man. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> I couldn't afford that. afford and, and now you're a poor, yeah. broke
0: musician. but you live just not far from here, right? Yeah, I live,
1: <laughs> I live about t- uh, two mile, about I think about two miles up the road. Yeah, so yeah, I think I am
0: to. Oh, man, I was going to a, find a copy of the book and bring it with me. Oh, I could have done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. With, it's, look, I, it, it might be on one of those shelves. I mean, luckily,
1: I'm not as broke as I was back then, thank yeah. God, because, you know, <laughs> I went and got like an actual job, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> To to I've been the same amount
0: of broke my entire life. I'm just good at it now. Right. <laughs> being being poor is something you have to be good at. Yeah, right. it's, it's warm in here. Yeah, I got
1: tired of being broke, so yeah. I got I, you know I you know because I you know after hinged uh, split in 2005, you know I kind of I kind of went dark for about 15 years. Yeah. You know, I kind of dropped a lot. A lot of people, a lot of you guys did. Yeah, you know, yeah, there were people. Who Nathan died Nathan dead or went down you know, south. And, and Nathan moved down to Houston, and you know. um, uh, Ryan went off with the uh, Tom Gallagher band. And uh, That's what he's doing? Yeah, okay. And tweak has uh, been playing in a lot of different bands. He's, uh, the last band I know he was playing with was the Cassettes. He was oh. drumming for the Cassettes. Hmm. Okay, and um, we were talking about them um, earlier. Um, well, which one? y'all know him as uh, Roger McGallion, but we all called him Tweek. Tweek. Yeah, um, but uh, that's a name you yeah, earn. Amazing <laughs> musician, the guy can play anything. And um, but he was our bass player, you know. And um, at the at the end of Hinged, he was playing bass, you know, because we had we had several bass players throughout the factions of Hinged, yeah. you know. But he was in it the longest. He was in it the last two and a half years. Real quick, before we get too far in this, guys, you are. Oh, I am. Relic. We're relic. I'm Postman, lead singer, and this is Randy Stasny, our lead guitar player. And who's not here? And uh, James Archer, who's mm-hmm. our bass player, is not here, unfortunately. And Mike Perez, also Mr. Mike, our drummer. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. Four-piece band. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, tell me about the the sound. I mean, like, so we've we've got. Uh, I've done uh, put some of the music up on the show before. Uh, how would you describe your sound?
1: You know, I hate I hate labels. I know, and and everything. When and we, everybody asks when we well, were.
2: I'll just tell you this, like, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, when I approach writing music, I think about like what I would buy as a kid, like, or even now. Not just as a kid, but even now, I'm like, what would I listen to? What would really turn me on? And what are so so? When we started writing that album, The Darker Side of Reason. All my influences were just pulled out, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, uh, Judas Priest, um, I mean it was all in there, all the flavors of it were in it, there. So Everybody I mean, emulates their heroes. Man. So like, I think if you're going like, to head it down a genre of music, I would say it's, it's metal, Hard rock, you know, if you're coming from that, just just good, just good
1: hard rock with kind of a post grunge edge. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Okay. I can dig that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I tried to give it it as much balls as I could give it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's ballsy. But at the same time, it's not like, you know, we're not lamb of God heavy. Yet. It's more like, yet. yeah, <laughs> but, but there's some, some hints of Even the Lamb of God on the, on the record. Um, after,
0: after, you know, a couple of years with the same band, like everyone's like going to get tired of, and you just start, it, we, we've done it, you just gravitate to heavy stuff. Like we started off as kind of like a punk band yeah, and now we're, you know, that swinging dick, you know, drop D riffs and nice stuff, you know, yeah, and, big shit. and it but, but, you know, in you know, it's just, it's just a natural gravitation. Guys like us, we can't help it. It's just it's, it's too much. Plug, it's man. too much of a part of, of who we are. Yeah. And- well,
1: I really like the way I really like the way he layered in some of the nuances from from like the influences of back in the '80s, like oh, I listened to that. That's a killer, killer, killer guitar player, like by the way. Anyway. Yeah, I love the way he layered that because you can listen to some of the songs on the album and some of our original materials, and you can really go, man, that's that's very that's very nuanced Iron Maiden, you know, and you can you can kind of feel those influences. Yeah and but but we still tried to make it relevant you know what i mean and then you know i was even back in even back in the 80s you know back in the 80s when i was when i started singing i had a high voice but then my voice changed real late in life you know what i mean and um and i started singing um uh, grunge and then I started singing like industrial and um, you know like the, the the heavy heavy power metal like Pantera, yeah. and Godsmack, and and all that stuff. And that's what I sang for years. And I still do a lot of that. But I kind of tr- I kind of came back and and i like to i like to sing use heavy melodies and heavy harmonies and everything like that but still grab for the rasp and the growly voice when i need it you know and that's kind of what i tried to mesh in to create the lyrics that i threw on this album what's your process for going live? so like when you're when you've got that
0: much dynamicism (laughs) dynamic it's rough on the voice man you know uh You you? mean you, Do you like the lemon tea thing, or do you have I, some sort of process, I do, vocal warm-ups?
1: No, I, I mean, before a before show, I, I like to we, we like to practice a little bit earlier in the day mm-hmm. to kind of get my voice really loose, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. earlier in the day. Because I don't do, I used to do the whole warming up before the show, the me 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 me, me yeah. that ridiculous crap, you know, and everybody would make fun of me backstage and everything, and I kind of got tired of doing that. So... <laughs> You know, I used to scream into pillows. You know what I mean to get to get because (laughs) because my 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 my, my personal rasp is actually it's 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 at the back. It's not in my throat. It's at the back of my mouth um, and everything. I create the rasp there to keep my to keep from tearing my vocal cords. Yeah, it's a trick I learned from um, fellow singers way way back in the day um, who helped me you know become a better singer and stuff like that. And I just push it harder. You know, instead of actually screaming, I'm not really screaming. It's just a trick.
0: Do you ever get sick after? A show like 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 catch a cold or Mm-mm. Wrong Man, I used to. It was, it was terrible. Dude, I would always like. I'd always catch like some sort of. Bronchial problems just, just oh, yeah Screaming too hard Right And uh, I
1: used to get headaches yeah. From screaming too hard Like ridiculous headaches You know yeah. when I, Especially when I was in the Lords uh, Back in the early 90s But, but uh, yeah I drink uh, I don't like to drink tea But I drink I drink just like Ridiculously hot water And I put about um, Okay I put about It's a I take like 18 ounces And I'll do like 2 ounces of lemon juice And uh, about 4 tablespoons of honey And I'll shake that up And I'll drink that While I'm on stage and I'll usually have a beer or two before uh-huh. I go on just idea. to kind of relax and just to kind of relax overall you know what I mean yeah and kind of get the blood thinned out because when your blood is thinner you're, you' get you oxygenate better and you can breathe easier whatever what I remember you you were always very serious
0: about the process you know like i've I've, I've seen you perform well for decades now and I will you know postman heres killer singer. It's, 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 no doubt. Band. I appreciate it, brother. But
2: no, I it, agree, man. He yeah. does bring the power when he, like, yeah. people are and just so. shocked if they're in a room with him and he just talks. And then if he belts one out, it's like, whoa, what what the, <laughs> so he, he's capable of bringing it. That's for sure, man.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, uh, we're all fighting the same thing, man. You know, these genre changes and sometimes, you know, you get told, uh, told your sound's kind of old or worn out. remember what's the Quiet
1: Riot song. Oh, yeah. Uh, um. Bang Your Head, which bang one? Your head. About Come On, Feel The Noise, or no. in the, in the Quiet Riot song? There's a Quiet Riot song that
0: says, uh, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm wasting airtime here. What the fuck is it called? <laughs> so, you, so you think my music's out of time.
1: let's come, yeah. yeah, 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 come On, Feel The oh, Noise. Yeah, that's Come On, Feel The Noise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, originally
0: Slade. Slade. Those arts. guys got rich <laughs> off of ripping off Slade. Hell
2: yeah, yeah, they, yeah did. they did. Yeah, yeah they, they did. did it very well. They did yeah. good job of that one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know who the hell Slade was. Uh, I mean, Choir Riot was hitting me early in the '80s. Yeah, you know. I loved Slade. I knew Slade. before I had Choir Choir no idea Riot. who Slade even so, was. Yeah. And then I was like rocking out to this Choir Riot song, and then they're like, "That's not even their song." I like, went, the "Bullshit, they made it their song." <laughs> But, uh, no, it was cool, man. The uh,
0: the, the run, run away, run, was, run away. That was, when was that time. And this, yeah. I was a little kid, man, when that uh yep. that came out, and that was that was my first experience with that area that that genre of music yep. was Slade, you know. Yep. And that was kind of a quite right. Was kind of a
1: gateway drug into Ooh, modern man. heavy metal for me. They yeah, opened
2: know,
1: it up, right? yeah, yeah, man. Man. yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I you know, I, I've I always tried to. Put on a show, you know. Try to sing my best, you know. Yeah. Try to, you know, try to give people what they want. Because flat notes. I, I grew up as a singer. My mother was a singer, you know, and I yeah. grew up singing. And my Barely. whole life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, me, and my brother. I had a twin brother. I have. A, I'm sorry, have a twin brother. Hey, Rob. Okay, uh, he's and we, I we, did not we, know that we sung. We sung it. We, we sung together in school when we were like elementary school and crap. You know what I mean? And we, did, you know, two little identical voices. Yeah. And so I sung. I can't even remember life without singing. And I just always loved to sing. And and it was and um you know and I was in choir and I did competitions and stuff until I got into high school and then my choir director who was kind of a dick um you know (laughs) probably still is is. he uh he you know he we and him kind of had a falling out and then I quit doing choir in school and I started playing in bands and um i started my first i got my first band in 83. yeah you know what i mean and uh stupid little garage band so and um went to start somewhere right 83 how fucking old were you 12. <laughs> oh okay that's <laughs> 12 years old my first um, band. you're 71 I was uh, 71's when i was born yeah, yeah.
0: okay yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. I'm definitely
1: dating myself at this point. Ah, you know what, man?
0: <laughs> 40's the new twenty, dude. It's it,
1: it's all around. Maybe not. Well, hey, uh, then I ain't doing too. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I've always tried to. I've always tried to do my best as a singer and everything like that, and and um, I appreciate that. It's it's nice. It's nice for people to notice that. So, it's cool. oh, fucking right,
2: hey, man.
1: What about
0: you?
2: What's your story? Now, you are, are you from Pampa? No, no, I'm born and raised right here. Yeah, in okay. Burlo. Yeah. So. Did screw- you play with some
0: of those Tampa bands,
2: though? No, no, no. So, really, I didn't do shit until I met Chris. Really? I mean, I was screwing around with, like, little crappy garage bands or whatever, and then uh, uh, I met Chris in 1991. 1990. 1990. We met in 90, I wasn't even yeah.
0: born yet. That's and uh,
2: we formed a band called Eruption, and we, so that was our first stint together. Yep. Yeah um Of course, as you know, the, all the bullshit that happens in bands mm-hmm. with drama and whatnot between some of the members. Well, that was the case here with with our band. And uh, but it was a cool band. We had a we had our,
1: my first release that I ever did. The first release we sad had sad and did. insane. Yeah, sad and insane because it was the about first Gulf War. In the Gulf. It was no. the first it's Gulf really. War. Saddam. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah, it about Saddam and insane. And we released it, and Bad we ass, sent okay. we sent copies overseas to friends who had. Uh, family members who were serving overseas and the thing went like I, I mean back then uh, to the modern day equivalent of viral. It
0: was
1: uh, shocking actually and, and before we knew it we were being played on Rush Limbaugh and we're these you know and everything and Are you serious? It was yeah, shocking yeah. yeah. we couldn't we didn't but we couldn't believe it. I mean he had a I remember we we, we heard everybody was saying Rush, Rush Limbaugh's playing you know, on his show his top ten war songs and we were like number eight on that list. I'm and like, wow. and it, we kinda got a lot of popularity locally and man my school my my old high school came Wait, out in and the book, interviewed it? me it was crazy huh that's in the book it's in it? the book yeah I don't yeah, remember that it's now it's in okay, the book yeah. yeah it's in the book and uh and we got a lot of popularity and then yeah unfortunately some some uh bad blood in the band not us but um uh, kind of started some crap and that band
2: went went, went went south bad and when it did it kind of tore us apart so i didn't see him for yeah. 30 years yeah. oh yeah, yeah that's, that's and a i was kind of screwing around yeah. really not anything serious you know until probably about 2017 is whenever I really started to get focused again and, and back into really playing and uh, went and did a couple of rock and roll fantasy camps, you know, played really? with, like, yeah, jammed with Judas Priest and and Vinnie Apicey yeah. and, uh, you know, th- those guys. And uh, it was on the second camp that I went to, um, actually it was John 5 that just kind of got my blood really rolling. That guy's no slouch. <laughs> and uh, so I told my wife, Heather, I said, you know, on the on the flight back home from Las Vegas, I said, when I get back to Amarillo, I'm going to form a band. I'm going to get a band together. And somebody's got to be wanting to do the same yeah. type of music. Scratch the itch, it yes. Yeah. And uh, so I got back and I, and I started. Started a band with a couple of guys I worked with, and kind of petered out a little bit. Yeah. And then I'd had some some of this music written, you know, well at least one really good riff on there. And I told I told Heather I said, "Well, the only guy I can hear singing this is Chris." I said, and I know he could write some badass lyrics. I'm just going to reach out to him. And I thought he hated my guts, you know, because I hadn't seen him in 30 years. And, I was, and we'd seen each other a couple of times. And we
1: were Facebook friends. Yeah. And, you know, we had hooked up on Facebook. You had time, time to cool down, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank God, right? <laughs> 30 so, years to get over So it. I sent him the song, and I said, dude, can, Wasn't you, that bad. I said, can you write something to this? Does, this? does this even inspire you? And I, I kind of put the ball in his court, man. And, and then he came back with, man, I'm... Been out of the business for 15 years. I don't, you know, I'm post metal grunge, and I was going to listen to this shit, man. Maybe it will inspire you. Because he was more 80s, more of the more of the traditional 80s yeah. music. Donkey, and when we rap, when we were yeah, in eruption,
1: kind of, that's what we did. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And I had gone on to do the more progressive, the grunge stuff, and and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, that's my 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 style and everything. And I didn't really know if our styles would m- m- would would connect, you know. And I was like, but I'll I'll give it a listen. But I hadn't written a song, and you know. Before before I retired in in two thousand five, you know, all I did was write songs. I mean, I we, I put out music, original music. I was in every band I was in was an original band. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what I like to do. Yeah. I, I always loved writing writing music. That's that was where the passion was. I loved playing, but I loved writing more than anything else. You know, and um, and so yeah. I, I had not written a song in that whole time I'm not even not even a lick what were you doing uh working <laughs> yeah. working raising a family i got married to a wonderful woman uh angela post angela newworth my wife angela post we had three shout things. out angela awesome yes and um we had some kids my daughter um star uh Lynn, and our son damien and we were been you know we've been raising a family and, uh, and that's why i didn't know what he was doing yeah. man Got got a respectable job and started making some decent money and, and dude, I, I was just living a
2: quiet life and yeah, I, and I and enjoyed and, it yeah, too. I, I rolled to back into yeah. his life. Screwed <laughs> everything up. <laughs> and all up. <laughs> Threw that uh, wrench in there and said, hey man. <laughs> but
1: what was crazy is he sent me the riff and um, um, he goes, well listen to it and it was out on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And I went out on SoundCloud and, and right off the bat I got excited because there was another song out there called As The Story Goes. And it was a song that me and him had written in 90, Interruption. And we played it in that band we never recorded or tracked it but it was it was it was always a really cool mm. tune you know and um i was like oh my god he he still has that he still has that song because i always loved that song and um he sent me the music and he called it um bloodline it was called uh, Bloodline. bloodline was what his gas class. yeah that's what i'm saying he, yeah. he titled it it was titled it bloodline he goes listen to bloodline
2: and I listened to it, and I wrote the lyrics to the song in twenty. Minutes. Yeah, but what was weird was like it was almost like no response back from him. So I thought, right. okay, he hates the song. No, I, I it. <laughs> it grabbed, it grabbed me. It literally grabbed me down like deep. I, I thought, man, he put it that way. But seriously, it did, and and it was just I couldn't write fast enough. But he was he was playing it real cool because I said, well, what do you think, man? And like he was like, not interested you know, I thought, well, shit, man, maybe he doesn't want to do anything, and he said, well, let's go meet over at, uh, Golden Light, yeah, yeah, Golden Light, and let's drink some beers and just talk about it, so we get over to Golden Light, and he goes, first thing he says is, hey, man, I hope you don't mind, but I've changed the title of the song from Bloodline to to Gaslight, and he's like, you know what that is, don't you, and he starts explaining the gas, you know, the gaslighting thing, I went, holy shit, that's cool, and he starts kind of giving me the lyrics, and look, man, I don't know what any of that is until I hear him sing it. Yeah. So I'm reading the lyrics and just going, man, all right. I don't know how he's going to sing it. That, okay. God, this sucks. And he goes, hey, I'll just come over next weekend and we'll and we'll just jam through it. And man, I, it just blew my mind what he came up with. And I went, wow, that's badass. And then it, there was a couple other riffs that we already had kind of laying around. And I was teasing him, going, man, we should write a whole album. And he goes, I don't know, you know, because we only had like three songs at that point like we had wicked wicked story. story and and gaslight, gaslight. yeah and then it jumped from that to five months later we wrote the, we five finished. months later we had all 10 songs down i was like I finished holy the shit album.
1: 10 songs in five months <laughs> completely written huh would you record it we recorded it at uh stickman studios our his little studio oh okay yeah so i said that's so that's the logo the, yep. little, the little so yeah little little stickman yeah yeah, yeah stickman studios that's cool and yeah, I've, that's had that around, studio. I've
2: had that little logo around for man since probably 96 or 97 somewhere in there is whenever i just kind of doodled that thing yeah. out started slapping it on guitar picks and you know, just as something that was just like cool for me, and yep. then all of a sudden, now we kind of started pulling it in with the relic stuff and using it for stickman. You so tracked everything there.
1: Yep, yeah. we tracked everything something there. We tracked much, the man. whole. We tracked yeah. the whole album there, and it was. I mean, and he
2: had been. He had
1: already bought all the equipment and all the engineering equipment, and he he knew how to use it. And he did an amazing. He engineered, mixed down the whole album that's all him nice right, dude okay yeah and then yeah we, we Mixed sent it it, engineered to, it
2: the whole, and then yeah go ahead mastering had to go out we sent we sent it out to uh larson mastering out in burbank california mm-hmm. which those guys are badass um what larson Lursen? Lursen. Lursen. Lursen, right, yeah Lursen. they did like metallica they did the injustice for all album they did they yeah, won. They i mean they have got
1: like
0: a grammys. of grammys
2: <laughs> Oh, and, and I thought I they think would, they did
0: better on your base than they did uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, Jason
0: Newstead sorry guys <laughs> but it's, still, it's still a thing for me
2: I didn't even think they would even fuck around with us you know yeah. I thought man uh, so I just kind of reached out to them and they were like hell yeah man send us send what you got and I thought man I was scared to death because I've never produced anything yeah. like that and out the door it went, and I kept I told Chris, I said, you yeah, know, I'm waiting for him to come back with like, suggestions oh, or like sweet craft." Because they said they
1: would do that. They said, and we, we got to work with uh, um, one of the one of the really talented guys. He's a three t- three time Grammy Award winner, Ruben yeah. Cohen. Ruben, huh. and um, we got to work with him, and he did our mastering. And,
2: and yeah, and he goes, "Hey, did you get the the tracks back?" And I went. They're done, and he goes, Yeah, I've already. And it was like, What a week or something like that. We he can have him for nine days, master it. nine days for him to master. Uh, he sent it back, it was done. Then I listened to it, and I went, holy because, you know, that just takes yeah. it to the, to the another level. Oh, yeah, but, man. It mean, like, yeah, puts man. the air
0: on it, puts the sparkle on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. so
2: it, they did a fantastic job, and, I mean, it was, that part was the easy part, you know, of course, because recording the process, you know how it goes. Yeah. It's like a, it's a lot of work. It is.
0: And, um, it's insane, a lot of work, yeah. Yeah. Well, t- what do you, uh, do you uh, Pro Tools it, or uh, what do no, you No,
2: uh, so the studio software I use is Studio One. Okay, uh the professional version of it and then i use uh universal audio for the interface okay
0: for uac yep yeah
2: and uh man it's that they it just go from there man I, all the guitar tones that i used on it were uh plugins right. actually yeah
0: I used so just Eagle. just sims on the
2: no these are uh universal audio's um actual like amp simulators uh which is cool yeah uh, and they had a whole slew of amps I could have picked from like anything from a Marshall um, JCM 800 all yeah. the way but the amps that I used for this for this project was uh, the Engle Savage 120 nice okay and I was yes. going between it and the vintage so it's all Engle amp sounds on the on the album right um, except for the acoustic guitar thing. On father that was that was an actual guitar. That yeah. was yeah. And that was an accident. actual acoustic, actual nice. sound. A natural sound, yeah. So for the acoustic guitar part it was just using a Martin guitar and I was yeah. I was going through a like a what Fishman was that little Fishman, yeah. Yeah, Fishman loud box movie. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah cool. gave, me, gave me a little bit of course on there just to yeah. fatten that tone up a little bit and really, it, and but it came out great. Came out great. Cool. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everything mm-hmm. that I used guitar-wise and, and bass tones, all that was just used through plugins, amp simulators, and and uh, that was of course before I went Kemper and started yeah. playing through Kemper's gear. But Did you
0: use uh, live drums or program drums.
2: Uh, we used uh, we used Superior Pro Drummer Three on the well, on the demo,
1: and then we went okay with, Yeah.
2: yeah the, the original demo of it was was superior drums right yeah. yeah we
1: mapped it all out because we we wrote we wrote everything before we actually got the band James I mean, yeah. the album, Mike into it the oh, album, okay the album and then once James
2: and Mike came in they laid their tracks we on on recorded the finished, the, on the finished product yeah, yeah the whole thing out yeah which that's what like took so long because it was like, like dude. dude by the time I was done with it I was like I don't even want to think about recording another yeah we song. wrote it
1: we wrote it in five months but it took a year to get it out because like I said we wrote the whole Thing and laid it all in, and did the demos and everything, and we actually used that to send to James, and then and then to Mike and to everyone. That's how in. we hooked the That's how the we that's well, how we convinced him to join the band.
0: Is, <laughs> is programming drums not a fucking nightmare? I
1: don't know. You'd have to ask him.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> old school, yes. Yeah. Superior drums now. Holy shit, dude! They make it so easy uh, to pull like drum pieces and parts into yeah. to tailor up a song. Is so easy now. You watching this, Parlo? Yeah, uh, drums uh, and I love live drumming. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I prefer live drummers because of the feel and the emotion yeah. that comes with playing with live drummers. You hung out with Barlow, have you? But okay. yeah, no, I no not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but to but to record the recording process, that gets me into oh man, now I can add this change up to yeah. it or give it more dynamics, and and then by the time we demo it for like Mike. Um, he'll listen to it, and then he's got the groove, and then he'll just build his own groove out of that. Nice, you know. So it's really yeah, kind of set
0: a tempo, let him put his own flavor. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah you, you had,
1: it, we, I mean, we wanted it. We wanted them to make it. it let it him there. spray his own stink on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had to do that. Yeah. So, but yeah, the finished product, what you hear, is it's all four of us together. So, it's
2: a, yeah, and it's it's solid. Um, it's probably the most solid that I could have ever imagined in a recording process. Uh, I've been in plenty of studios to where it's like. Yeah. Big money, you know. You're spending a bunch of money. You better have your shit together when you walk in the door. Yeah. And then it's go time once the tape starts rolling, and you're like, Oh my god, I hope I don't fuck up this guitar lick, or you know, i hope oh. this goes together. When you're in the
0: hot seat, man, that's when all of your solos go right out the door. Yeah. Then you're blink. Yeah. And then you're, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going, coming back to it later, and you're listening to it, going, Man, I wish I would have added this, or I wish I could have done that. Well. You know, as you know, being in a studio environment where you're able to be in control of it, mm-hmm. you've got all the time in the world, man, to to kind of pull it all yeah. together. So that's kind of what we did throughout that process. We, we did man. ours during the
0: pandemic, man. We yeah. had nothing but time, so, you know.
2: So, yeah, COVID, right? Yeah, just
0: yeah. sit there and just cut,
1: couldn't do anything
0: else. Yeah,
1: he'd write a riff or something, and he'd send it over to me, and I'd listen. He'd send me all, we on WhatsApp. He'd send me the riff on WhatsApp, and then killer man. And then I'd write lyrics wow. on it and I on on Notepad and on my phone, and I would email them back to him, and then we would get together once every two weeks, and we track. And that's how we did the whole album. Wow, you know, and everything, and then we recorded the whole thing. Like I said, we did all that. That was the first five months. And then um, I reached out to James. And uh, pulled James pulled in pulled James in and he was gracious enough to join us. And then James, him and Mike had been friends for years and Best years. Buds. Yeah, and he pulled he pulled, he pulled he pulled him in. So he pulled me in, I pulled James in, James pulled Mike in. It was kind of a perfect little Yeah, little, everybody's just little, pulling little, you on you know? each other. Yeah. yeah, we were just pulling <laughs> on
2: each other. It's <laughs> like the circle
1: jerks. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and yeah, and you know, Mike's an amazing drummer. You know, he he played uh in he played he has played mostly in Tejano and Christian bands. He always wanted to do rock. Okay. And he, he jumped at the chance of being in, doing a rock. Thing. yeah and he came in and started laying down his chops and everything way like, down on fire man yes yeah. and everything just clicked and it was we've been just having a blast man and that's put, fucking awesome man. And, yeah. and 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 it was so, that
0: so this know? thing guys is it looks like a cassette this blew my fucking mind <laughs> so feels like a cassette it's a uh, USB, USB drive Cassette. How tight is that? <laughs> yeah, you know we were, do- you know, it's the whole relic.
1: We 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 thought okay, in case like it's a digital world. This yeah. Kunaki who who made these? Uh, that's Discmasters.
0: Oh, Discmasters. Okay, yeah. so. Yeah, that's so the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen, man. Yeah, that's fucking cool.
2: So the whole idea was we were going to press the thing on CD and, yeah. uh, and just release it all as CD yeah, we're press. Real. Yeah, yeah. No, that's how old we are. <laughs> and when Chris started doing the research on CDs and who's going to do it, and he showed me Disc Master stuff, and I got to looking at the website, and I said, how fucking cool is that, man? Let's do a cassette. we at nobody yeah. has cassettes, so they're just going to pop that out. And, and was- nobody
1: had CDs either, so we were like... It was so funny. It was either go all digital release,
2: which it is all yeah. digital release. Yeah, released.
1: it's all. We did a full digital release. This was just something we did for fun, you know, to kind yeah. of do the whole relic That's thing. That's tight merch, though, man. Like yeah. on a merch
0: booth, you know. There it's is. like you're you're appealing to the hipsters and you're appealing to you know uh, the older generation. It makes man. you want to
1: pick it up. And- yeah, it is. I want to yeah. fuck with it. You know,
0: I, I do. I just it, it's
1: badass. It's, yeah. It just
0: it feels good in the hand.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And we will ha- and we'll have these this weekend. We'll have yeah. some of these for sale this weekend. Well, so, the funniest thing is, is, I remember when I gave a copy to my daughter, my 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 19 year old daughter, not like little daughter, my 19 year old daughter. She couldn't open it.
2: Yeah, I was like, it? She this? didn't know. She was like
1: what do i do with this she she could not open the cassette i'm not lying it was hilarious i laughed so hard that was funny but yeah you know and that was the whole thing i i i had the name for the band before before he even called me i always said that if i started another band i was just going to call it relic because just a bunch of old farts playing music you know what i mean and uh and then the you know the darker side of reason the whole um that relic and the darker side of reason all kind of kind of goes together because the song's very has a lot of spiritual nuances and everything from my faith you know and stuff like that and i always wanted to write an album like that, even when I was a little kid, when I was literally when I started writing music, when I was like nine, ten years old, my first songs that I ever wrote that never saw the light of day, you know, they were they were very they were they were dark, but they were still very spiritual, and they weren't evil dark. They were just kind of that whole. I always kind of had that feeling of you know the the you know life is a dark place, and kind of you got you kind of have to go through the darkness to get to get to where you're going. You know what I mean? And peop- I think people who don't learn how to navigate the darker side of life. You know never find true happiness because if you can't get through that you know you're not gonna you know you let that drag you down you let that take you out you know and um, so to me you know the darker side of reason is um, you know is, is how you get through life you know is navigating the darker side of reason that's and all that's, as we and get that, older man, man that's, that, uh, you, you know, know.
0: It, it's like the prophet you know uh, you can only know as much happiness as you have known sadness
2: yeah there you go it's exactly not, exactly it's not
0: the bowl The very bowl that holds your happiness, was it not cut and carved with the knives of your misery? Okay, let's talk about that later he that's deep, deep man. Cushions, i man. like that
1: should put that quote on the inside of the <laughs> yes, Straight up, man. but no but i always wanted to write i always wanted to write that album and you know over the years you know you know other influences and other band members hey write this
2: right yeah this, that's how chris yeah. has got full reign yeah yeah he Whatever just, let me, he he just let
1: me run with it and so i was able to write the album the way i wanted to write it he wrote the music he sent it to me i wrote the lyrics we'd get together we'd arrange it and that's how we did it
0: That's fucking cool. Tell you what, guys, we're going to have a real quick word from our sponsor, and uh, we'll be right back.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Guys. Are we back? We're, so, yeah, we're uh, while we got to, uh, we're talking about, of course, uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by uh, Crush Wine Bar, 627 South Polk. It's also brought to you by uh, Lid Arcade Bar and uh, Still Austin Whiskey Company. Uh, I don't. Uh, hey, Jake. I, I'm drinking beer, man. I'm sorry. I'm out of still. But we uh, <laughs> appreciate all of our sponsors uh, this week. Uh, so what were we talking about? We were talking about the
1: recording. We're talking about the recording,
0: yeah. Um so what what do you do like when you're you have you have a regular job, I assume Yeah, yeah. Do really so wealthy.
2: my I work at Pantex. Okay. Yeah, that's my day job. But my real my real job uh, is guitar playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been told, right? <laughs> The wife is agreeing with me and she's like, "Yeah." Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's what helps me finance this all this fun is, yeah. is that um, but yeah, if I could do this all day long, that's exactly what I'd be doing, man. Bro.
0: It, you know, turning it into a job sometimes they say don't turn what you love into a job because you'll end up hating it right that's not exactly true I mean you know I agree uh, with that I don't believe that either I think it's I, I got out of the corporate world about three and a half years ago okay and I have just been taking just little gigs bartending doing sound yeah podcasting playing music and this is literally the happiest I've been in my adult life.
2: That's awesome. Man. And so,
0: you know, I mean, yeah, I'm broke, but like I said earlier, I'm just good at being broke. So, you know,
2: <laughs> that's it, the that's the hard part, man. It is good
0: at it, right? The, you know, you guys, uh, you know, I understand things from a venue standpoint, but you got to understand things from an artist standpoint. I mean, this shit is expensive, man. This gear is expensive. Extremely expensive. Strings yeah, are is. expensive. Everything's yes. expensive. Everything's expensive. The things that we do. You know, bending over backwards to you know for, to
2: entertain to and validate ourselves and to fun. entertain people and yeah.
0: you know all this stuff. I mean, it's a, there's there's, a, there's an exorbitant cost involved to it. Having said that, the payback is, I mean, ho- you know, hopefully there's some monetary payback, but also the validation to it. Man, it just feels cool. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be laying on my deathbed thinking about all the shit that I didn't do instead of all the things I did. You right. know. Right. You
2: know? Absolutely. You know. And and one one cool thing like. I know that by myself, I feel like I'm. I can't get to where I need to be mm-hmm. without his partnership involved. Yeah, and bringing the bringing the bringing it home really is what he does. He puts all the icing on the cake um, because for years before all of that, I was like, "Fuck me, I, I need some. I need somebody that has a creative like mind." to pull it together and it's hard to find that you know
0: scratch the itch um, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
2: and I'm a lyricist yeah. I,
1: I mean I've written some music in my life I mean I have written whole songs before yeah. but it's just it's not my forte so I mean lyric writing and arrangements um, and I can like and once somebody like starts it off there's times he'll be like doing a riff and I'll be like oh well try this or something yeah. like that yeah. and it'll inspire me but I kind of need that catalyst so you know and to, for people out there who can do it all by the, by yourselves and everything yeah, you know awesome. that's Awesome, that's really great, but you know, my talent only goes so far, so um, so we, He's you know, that's the way it was even back in the day when we first met. We were a really good team, yeah, we were a good writing team, we were a good team to, on stage together. We always played off of each other, and it was kind of weird. We had that 30 year gap, but when we got back together again, it was it was it like yeah, be, it was like is a
0: snappy dancer, too. His uh, <laughs> lumbata, his cha cha, uh, you know, uh, the time he spent uh, in the Chippendales, all of that stuff is yeah. <laughs> so uh sure. So we've got um oh by the way guys and, and before I forget, for God's sakes, you can call in. We've got the 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 phone lines are open. 806 853 7883 I will put that in the chat comments. Maybe. If I can put this one in Uh-oh. And Facebook moved on me. See, this is this is this is why I hate Facebook's platform. Looking at like a uh a tool that does uh, multi-streaming, you know, like yeah. some sort of. Because we, we've got to get on Twitch and Discord and and I'm starting to find out that my number lock must not be hold on. Eight, well, there we go. Eight zero six. Yeah. Eight five three out that just screwed up. you know what you guys can figure it out 806-853-7883 <laughs> 806-853-stud that is real that's cool man 853 stud that's easy to remember 806-853-7883 <laughs> uh yes that was planned yes talking about you i, I, was, I was looking i was looking at numbers you got and, to pick it so well i go yeah i've had the number for like 15 years yeah and so uh uh, when I was going through, and I had phone spell pulled up on my phone, so I was looking them up, to spell anything. So, and i was going down because you know you get, it gives you like <laughs> it gives you like five minutes to pick one out, and like,
2: yeah, so holy <laughs> shit, I gotta have it,
0: you know? Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, and That's then I got cool. another one. Oh, farting dust. Let's talk about it. All right, um. Farlo why don't you give us a call?
1: <laughs> farting dust. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I know you that fart dust because a- you left here a little bit ago and there was a cloud in there. I had to kick the air filter on.
1: <laughs> that was the first name of the band, but we didn't, Farty- think, it roll, <laughs> we didn't think it would roll off the tongue as easy as relic.
0: I hope Dust Fart doesn't roll off the tongue very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man.
0: Um so it's just it's just y'all weekend, right? Is there an
1: opener? No, honest? it's just us. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. all playing what, three hour? Two? No, three? we're only playing two sets. We're two playing sets. two. Yeah, we'll start at we'll start at ten and we should be done by about twelve thirty, twelve forty five. That'll work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll be your sound guy. So that's yeah. exciting, man. Yeah. We're excited for that, yeah. too, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too much for doing the four hour bar bar gigs anymore you know what i mean yeah. and everything come out do a show pound it hard so if you want to catch the show you better come out. you better be out on time don't we? <laughs> show up at one o'clock for last call we're gonna be done and sit down drinking <laughs> <a> beer, beer. <laughs> Sit down <and> drinking <laughs> a beer but uh, but we you know but uh, yeah we got two sets and we're gonna you know rock it out so so yeah looking we're forward to
0: it uh, so you've done other shows though with other bands recently or
1: yeah we did we were we was we've done um, uh, Starlight, Starlight Ranch. Ranch Bobby Lee's been so amazing Bobby, Bobby Lee is just amazing. absolutely amazing he he gave us our first gig we got to open up for an absolutely fantastic band Van Halen tribute band Van yeah, Halen Experience yeah. oh yeah well, I
0: saw that okay yeah. I didn't know y'all got to open for that show yeah. I did a little advertisement yeah that. we opened yeah. Yeah. In that
1: show and
2: that was so much fun. Those guys are amazing. Great guys. Way cool. Grand and dudes. I right. think we're set to do a gig with them in July. Yeah. Yeah, yep. well. we're gonna go we're gonna do that gig again in so July. It's gonna yeah. happen again in July. The
0: obvious question when you're when you if you're gonna be fortuitous enough to make a Van Halen tribute band, by God you better be able to fucking pull the fucking riffs out. Yeah. No yeah. and that guy ripped it?
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, totally. yeah. Yeah. They killed it, man! Totally, very and they do both. The they do they do
1: Roth and Hagar, yeah, and the singer can pull them both off. That's great. Great band. You see this
0: thing right up here? Yeah, yeah. I know. I've been.
1: <laughs> robbing, that's badass.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, so we did the Starlight Ranch gig a couple of times. a Couple of times, um, yeah, and then and we did then a Halloween then, show. We did yeah. a big Halloween bash, which we're gonna try do to away A couple years, cultivate. We good. started yeah. out
1: playing last year. Yeah. That was our first last time. Summer. Out. Yeah, last summer, yeah. So we've summer. been out almost a year. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Almost a year. So like I said, we're not playing like heavy duty, you know. I mean,
2: like I said, for the most part, we're we're just having a good time. Yeah, we're not trying to crush gig after gig after yeah. gig. I ain't doing like, this for a living you know, it's paying old, the bills man. like it did back in the day.
0: <laughs> that Sunday morning yeah. hurts. Yeah, it's a little rough, man. Yeah.
2: So it's we're pacing ourselves and just kinda Hey, when do we want to get together and play again?
0: Yeah, Yeah. so maybe a month
2: between gigs or whatever it is. So you know, like you keep saying, you know, for almost twenty five years, this is this was my life.
1: This is what I did for a living, you know. And I I I, I banged it out and did the road. I did the road. I did the gigs, playing, you know, every weekend. Every weekend, you know, and playing, yeah. you know, three night shows and playing four hours a night, and that's back when I had to use like a steamer and like, and, yeah. like wrap my throat in a towel, hot towel, or yeah. else, or else I couldn't sing the next day. Yeah.
0: Yo, uh, Postman and I were in the in the steam about the same time because I got started uh-huh. about about 88, 89, somewhere in there. Yeah. I, that was, yep. I was about fourteen or so. My first gig was at uh, Bangers. You opened oh, up nice. for
1: the Hinge CD release party,
0: at OSM. No, that that one, yes. But that was in, like, early 2000s. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. talking, like, late 80s, early 90s in that right. area. You know, so, like, when the Yellow Rose Club was here. Oh. The bangers, uh, West Union, One. Union, and Station. Union Station.
1: Union Station. Yeah, Station it was, it was Union Station was. before that, yeah. Yeah, Union Station before Yellow Rose. Yeah, Union Station. Redmore. Yeah, Red. Old You're Red. Out Shout there, out, Red. Red. Out. You're out there, brother. Um. Yeah. Red Moore. Red has helped me get my start. Dude, yeah, I sold Red a
0: guitar like three years ago. Is it really? Wow. he really? He bought a Fernandez twelve string from me just out of the blue. I Had it on Facebook, and he. It, yeah, that's the last time I talked to him.
1: Yeah, that's wow. what. I, uh, that's you know, at Eric Denton's uh, tribute, I was just mm. totally blown away with Dark Haven played. Oh, dude. Because yeah. that like took me back like to that high off the ground. I'm like, oh my god, because those guys were like one of the most popular bands in town when yeah. I started. And you know, Dark Haven, Metal Rose, Les Salisbury, yeah, Brett Salisbury, yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, and all those guys. And it was Great just players, crazy. man. Yeah, awesome, awesome musicians. It was crazy, crazy, it was just, crazy. I,
0: players. I, I didn't get to see them. I, I left for a little bit and ended up coming back and. Uh, I, I didn't even know they were playing, and I was pissed because I missed it. But I got to talk to him for a little bit. Did you see him dance on the floor? Like oh, Dude, yeah! He can still move around Should've like a rubber band.
2: You should have seen him on the on the stage, man. Yeah. I mean, he's up there doing these cool Van Halen kicks. I was like, I'm oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm he's like, made of rubber. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: I couldn't believe it. He was. He, he, yeah, they were amazing. I mean, the the show was great. I mean, everybody sounded awesome. Um, you know loudmouth lisa which that was actually i hadn't got to see you in so long i was i was i was really impressed oh, you know <laughs> it was awesome dude and I we missed the playing. show
2: where You guys were just finishing Oh no shit your set We started at like up. noon or 1 Or something like oh, that yeah, yeah. It was it was like our, We were the first band like that day You were dressed in sweat And I was like Oh shit They just got done with their set <laughs> I Yeah I'm dressed like, oh, in oh, sweat man. Because
0: I'm I'm hideously overweight No, no it was uh, much, you,
2: But yeah. you got up there And fucked your, <laughs> your ass off You know
1: And I was, was like, like Oh
2: man But I was really
1: happy to see You know The music scene How you know Because the music scene Has changed over the years So much And you know Kudos to you for You know Doing you know This show it rolling. Yeah, and for sure, you know Ryan. and helping to keep the music supported because you know it's it's so hard to support new bands coming up yeah man they don't have a forum and i mean it's easier today i know you might think it's harder out there but you know you had you didn't have anybody helping you back in those days and you know dropping an album you'd spend 20 grand Easy. oh yeah easy in a heartbeat and that's local you spend that yeah. kind of money you know what I mean yeah. um, and um, you know I, I definitely did and that's why that's why you know and you know bands back then you could make you know some of the bigger bands you know there were there were a few bands I, I, I made you know anywhere from a thousand bucks to five grand a night but none of that went in your pocket you know, oh, that no. went to gear. That went to the bus. That went to the gig, You know the the the, the recording. You know, I you, everything oh, else. That's that, why
0: everybody everybody
1: back then was so damn skinny. There's none of the money. It yeah, 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 Eating, yeah. Eating ramen noodles and in yeah. sausages and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's that was the breakfast of champions back in the day. But yeah, but now you know it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's so much easier now because you got you got the digital has caught up and and everything. But then again, it's a it's a it's a bigger market. Exactly it's, it, the market. The yeah, market. Anybody. Can, do it the now, market right? is ten times bigger
0: than it so was. That is the thing right there. Is so it's kind of weird. It's it's easy that everyone can do it, so everybody does it. Yeah, and it's saturated. So, so the, the, the difficulty used to be in the beginning, and now it is in the deployment stage. Right. Sure. You know, how do you make your stuff interesting enough to get it out there? To get through the dim. Well, let's see here. Brandon Pearl, he let me drink and I was just shy of proper. As long as I played drums at the jam session or the grit. Oh, yeah, you're talking about red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Red. Did he say grizzly? Yeah, at the grizzly bar. Ah, uh, the grizzly, grizzly bar. bar. Yeah. I remember seeing uh, scratch there. I remember AJ and those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So AJ
2: and if AJ's watching this, man. AJ, i uh, sending you love. Lots of love, brother. Bobby. Um, Jody. AJ's <laughs> just a just a great guy, man. Like, he's a good guy. We, t- we talk back and forth. You still talk to
0: him? Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck, how's he doing, man? He's, he's doing, doing great. great. Yeah. So
2: do love it? He's in Waco. Yeah, Waco. Yeah. And okay. so, um. You know, we talk and share ideas. Nice, and okay. uh, talk back and forth. And I wish he lived here, man. But AJ was um, the
0: first local guitar player that ever blew my mind. He's <laughs> and, incredible, he's, man. Yeah. I mean, I AJ remember this little Charvel Dinky he had that had a big MC MC Shred sticker on it. And he built his own rig. Yeah, and. I've never seen anybody do stuff like that before, you know? I mean, he, he, was, he was just he was flamboyant. And then I met Sean Hamilton, and, yeah, Sean Hamilton and all those guys from, yeah. uh, from uh, Six-Gun Sally and Air oh, and Six-Gun, yeah, that's some old stuff. Shot Town Rocks. Town, yeah,
1: man.
0: Shot Town Rocks. Old and old then old Shy
1: Boy, cool. Gabe's. Gabe's. You know, so Gabe's. Out out Gabe, shout out yeah. Gabe. Gabe the man. Gabe and oh, I, I, I were...
0: Gabe and I were uh, drunk and snot together at uh, Marshalls before they closed not too long ago.
2: <laughs> man, yeah, you know that's kind of weird, you know, because it seemed like that place was just cruising along, and then all they of were. a sudden they were just gone, man.
0: Yeah, I, there's a backstory to that. I'll tell I'll tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I told those guys I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast, but uh, because I want to book there again, they're yeah, uh, they're going to sure. open back up. And, that's yeah. good, man. Yeah, it was but, a cool place. It's in a good
2: location, man
0: that was the old bangers yeah, yeah, original yeah. Bangers. yeah it was the original bangers. The bangers it was like London's or some shit like that for a little bit and then of course oh, it was Austin it was yeah. like yeah. Street. Yeah, I, it.
1: I remember when it was Austin it was uh, Durham's Mark Durham Durham's that's right I forgot yeah. Mark Durham had that Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. dude I forgot about Mark
0: Durham. Yeah, yeah. It was like a rainy, I didn't forget big, about Mark little, all Those blues guys used to play there all the time. Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Hathaway and those cats, man. Push.
1: Steve Hathaway, the Soul yeah. yeah, dude.
0: Hathaway moved to uh, like Ohio or Iowa or one of those states. Nobody goes to, you know. And he, like, Steve, his kid, so Stephen moved out there, and so he moved out there to be with his grandkids, man.
2: That's cool. Yeah,
0: far out. I didn't, yeah, cool weird. deal, man. My mom went to high school with Steve. He Hathaway. was the guy
2: that sold me my first amp. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: See, yeah. man, that's a cool story, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I went to uh, I went to Tupin's funeral, and it was, man, it was yeah, it was in the middle of COVID. Everyone was kind of spaced out. Yeah. And I was bummed out by how few people were there. And granted, yes, there was a pandemic, but I I hoped at least a few more people would have stuck their head in the door. You know, because Randy did so much stuff for so many, many people, people for yeah. such a long time. Daddy me included, did. man. For sure. Randy man. financed Absolutely. me, for God's sakes. That was a dumb move on his part, you know? <laughs> 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 and uh,
1: and yeah, uh, he helped me, and every I mean, God, you, I mean, Billy's band I bought yeah. my first, I bought my first guitar strap at Billy's band dude. Yeah. You know what I mean, and Billy Stoll. I still talk. Billy Stoll actually mastered the Hinged album, and I still talk to Billy Stoll all the time. Far out. Yeah, Billy Stoll's awesome. Small world. You know, yeah, and, Just helping uh, out
2: all the connections, you know. Yeah.
1: You know, and um, but yeah, I mean, and then Randy. You know, I mean, he left there and did Randy's Music Mart. I, I think I don't think I bought a stick of gear anywhere but that place for yeah. probably yeah. twenty years. And uh, then when I had the club, you know, he helped me with my club and everything too. So very good shape.
0: You know. So so Denton worked there. Yep, Denton worked yeah. there. Coleman. Ben Coleman was on the podcast a couple months ago before that, uh, before the Denton show. And uh, who else worked there? Fucking Cody Downs worked Cody there. Yeah. Cody. Court Jones worked there for a while. Man, yeah, a bunch of those dudes.
2: I got to play. with... Court did uh, did a thing with me on the. Just a couple of song demo thing that I had back in early two thousand. Really? Yeah. He just he crushed it, man. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, Brandon Mann's mom. You remember him the, and Jay Weeks? Actually, do, do you remember all the, the 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 artwork that was done, like the Randy Rhodes artwork and stuff that was in that amp room? Mm-hmm. Yes. That was Brandon Mann's mom that that painted and drew all that stuff. What? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, dude. Nell did all that stuff, man. Nell was such a crowd. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that I used to a... love going to that amp room, just hanging out there. You know, yeah. the amp room. I That's met. Uh, shit. Oh yeah. Who the hell do we meet in there? <laughs> oh the fucking. Uh, the cause. Uh, or Robin Hood. Robin Hood. The, 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 What's that? Actors. I, it, it, oh, Cosner. Uh, Costner.
2: Kevin, Sorry, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, the cause. Oh, okay. yeah. He
0: had a band that did some show here. And so they rehearsed at Randy's. And so we all got to meet the cause one night. No shit. Yeah. Like they rehearsed there. He was super cool.
2: That's awesome, dude. Terrible
0: musician, but I mean they
1: were super cool. <laughs> he was just <a> cool dude, <laughs>
0: right? Hill, yeah, Parlo said Hilliard worked there. I saw Hilliard not long ago. Hilliard looks I saw exactly H- the same. I, yeah. I saw
1: Hilliard before I came before I came over here. Yeah. I caught we ran to each other at the store just. Are you moment. serious? Yeah, when I bought when I bought this. Yeah. Dude, that I, was like, oh, is weird. I
2: was like, What's up, part? <laughs>
0: small world yeah it is
2: man somebody connect like you know just all the connections and everybody's like plugged in like somewhere through their life that it's well, that band of musicianship that just kind of we, takes we, off and we
0: talk about this almost every episode so i've i've seen plenty of people bitch about the music scene here and i will nah, man, no Amarillo fuck of texas no. Has we've been got a killer this. music scene and we've always had a killer music scene yes you, you know, know it, the that,
2: talent in this town is just
1: off yeah, the chart yeah and that's what i love about the, that's what i love about this podcast because you get to you get to see the, the how diverse oh yeah and how cre- how crazy diverse the music scene is in Amarillo and how many ridiculously how many talented bad we have we have in that are, town, that are man. so good and and so talented and and it, you're right, it's always been that way uh that's one of the things I loved about you know. Cool. Back in the early '90s, there was a run there where there was just you know there was probably about a dozen bands who just were just hitting it and doing playing the club scene and you know we were all friends and stuff you know and and that was those were great times you know yeah. just, just hanging out with you know and like you know back when you did the sh- when we did the show together with OSM and mm-hmm. Hinge and everything I mean those were those are some cool times man doing those, those are cool doing time. those shows yeah, those man remember
0: playing speeds, stuff like that oh
1: god I remember playing uh, yeah. Speeds, having to move the pool tables in yeah. the corner so you could set up. <laughs> <laughs> gigantic bar box pool tables that weighed like we've, 500 pounds.
0: We've been tickling the notion of uh, bringing an OSM show back because ah, Justin's in my band, right? Bob that's Madeline, cool, man. And, and uh, I think it would just
2: be super. Just funny. revive it. Yeah. Just go and just do it,
1: man. And that's the first thing I noticed when I was at the gig. That gig the other day, I was like, "On, yeah. he, he's back. He's still cool alive. Somehow, yeah." <laughs> that's cool. I you know, mean, it's not just alive. you
0: know like show on the show, man. We have. I mean, I have rock metal guys we have the country guys i have the hip-hop guys you know there's i've got my finger in the wind with most of these scenes around here yeah and there's there's like a lot of super talented guys man the electronic musicians here are fantastic you know there's you know we do at lefties man we do uh we'll we'll put anybody up there yeah as long as it doesn't suck you know we vet everybody before we get them up there yeah and uh yeah we vet most of them Uh, almost everybody I'm talking put about a, these guys. I'm talking about Chocolate Jesus never coming back to my stage, mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was it bad? Oh, my God, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was some German performance theater art bullshit, you know, staring in a cracked mirror of regret. I don't know what the hell that <laughs> oh, was, man. No. Was
1: I, I remember one time Brandon was mixing before he left, before he, before he moved away. <laughs> there were a couple of kids. They, they were doing the electronic techno stuff. And, yeah. you know, I mean, they were doing the whole DJ thing. Thing. And I was like, oh, this could, this should be cool and everything. And I was sitting there. And the first guy got up, and I tried so hard. I kept trying to find a beat. <laughs> anything I could tap my foot to, anything I could get into at all. And, I mean, it's not my kind of music. But I, I'm trying to support it and enjoy it. Couldn't do it. Second guy got up, and about halfway through it, Brandon just walks to the stage and just, like, whispers in his ear. And it's like, dude, you're done. Y'all need to leave. <laughs> they were so bad. It was just noise. I mean, And it wasn't even, like, art of noise, like, back in the, in the yeah. day it was it was it was horrific but you know more power to them maybe they'll learn better and and, and improve Everybody maybe it can. works
0: somewhere else I hate being that guy yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah it doesn't work here yeah not 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 trying to push anybody down explore yeah. explore do you, your, explore uh, create, you. do you
0: tell you what yeah, they tell create, you on Submit Hub Art is subjective. This doesn't necessarily mean it's a reflection of you personally for your creatorship. It just doesn't work in this theater. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, very astute. Yeah. Well said.
0: I've said I've been, I've been told some crazy things about my music. I'm like, Oh, Oh, yeah. We, we got told we were dollar store clutch one time. I'm like... Wow, man. Oh, fuck you, but that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. One, one,
1: one of the greatest disses I ever had. I mean, it was epic. It was epic. It was back in the bangers days. And um, I was I was playing pool, and I had just gotten off work, and my hair was in a ponytail. And... Um, People who, you know, people who see me with my hair in a ponytail don't recognize me a lot of the times, you know, because my hair is always in my face and yeah. everything. And even back then, because my hair I had a lot more of it, you mm-hmm. know, back in those days. And so I just gotten off work. I walked in. I was wearing my work shirt. and I had my hair in a ponytail. And I was drinking a beer and playing pool with Sh- Shane Coleman. Shane, you might remember this if you do, you know. Uh, but this guy, I can't remember his name. I think his name was Derek or something. I had seen him around a couple times. And he put his quarters up on the table, and we started playing pool and everything. And he. Got up there and and uh, I was in I was in the um, I was in Hinged at the time and oh um, no not was it Hinged? no Groove Lords I'm sorry Groove Lords mm-hmm. and yeah Hinge was later on it was Groove Lords and our CD was on jukebox and somebody played it and the song the music came on and he just started just. Tearing me <laughs> a new one. He was like, You know, that singer, that idiot postman, that God, oh God, he's so cool so, He sucks so hard. And I was like, Going, really, man? And, and we're playing, he's playing pool with me. We're playing. You and know. you don't know if
0: he's fucking with you or not? I,
1: I, at first, I thought he was messing with me. And then I realized he wasn't. He, cause he was like, cutting, he was like burning me an effigy. And I played three games of pool with him. And I started, and I bought him, like, I was paying for his drinks and everything because he was killing me. I was loving every minute of it, man. It was just so funny. Yeah. And, I mean, he hated me. I mean, like, hated me. Thought I was the worst thing that ever happened to the Emerald music scene. And I just sat there <laughs> listening to it. You know, because, hey, everybody's got a right to their opinion. And, yeah. and, and, I mean, I don't, you know, if you like me, you like me. If you hate me, you hate me. God love you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. I don't, You know what I mean? That's what I'm there to do is just have fun. But, uh, you know, but it was it was so funny. And there were people around. And I, a couple of people were walking up going, dude. And I'm like, no, just let me. Him go, just let it go, right, man. Yeah, let it right. go, and then, and then finally, I can't remember who it was. It was, it was somebody came into the bar and just screamed out, "Hey, fucking Post, man what are you doing?" And I looked up and I was like, "Hey!" And he looked at me and, and he was like, "What's your name?" Because I introduced myself, as Chris, and I was like, "My name's Chris, Chris Post." They call me Postman. <laughs> nurse, he threw the threw the pull stick down, and walked out the door. It was awesome.
0: Dude was making an asshole of himself. You know, I mean, that's funny. It was yeah. awesome.
1: I loved it. I that, loved it.
0: That's that's how we that's how we got our uh, our Instagram handle is Loudmouth Lisa sucks. Is uh, <laughs> there was there was so we we played the show with the toadies way back like 2013. Oh, that's and cool there was with and tricks. there was some girl out in the crowd. It was a it was a buddy of mine's daughter. I found out later, and she was in the crowd, and she went through the trouble. During the show, to make but these guys are fucking terrible, and she made the hashtag "Loudmouth Lisa sucks," and uh, we, we had a great show, you know. Yeah, she right. just fucking hated us for some reason. I was like, but I saw it. I was like, oh, it's awesome, you know. She, so like, we changed our Instagram handle to "Loudmouth Lisa sucks," and that's been our hashtag ever since then. So. <laughs>
1: hey, man,
2: that's cool. There's no such thing as bad, bad press. Yeah, yeah, bad publicity. Yeah, you know, so if mean, somebody's people, talking about you, yeah. you're in the press, man. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> keep bringing it up I yeah. don't care how
0: you know I, I would love for the street preachers to come protest my
1: shows oh man you know that would be fantastic <laughs> I'd, buy, I'd buy them all the water I'd go out there I'd go out there and drop with them a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll
0: talk about the faith so uh so, uh, so we've got we've got shirts merch uh stickers, show's going to
1: start at 10 stickers show's going to start at 10 yeah we'll have yeah. plenty of merch shirts we'll have the album for sale if you want that and just so y'all know that this is not just this has uh, it's a 4 gig stick so yeah. it's got room you it's not protected or anything because heck I don't care if you take it home and uh, erase it and use it for work I don't care have fun with it uh but it's got it's got the album on it uh in wave and mp3 formats oh really so that way it'll oh, play badass. it'll play in anything it's got wallpaper on it from the album, uh, um, artwork inspired from the album wallpaper. We also got some That's icons some in there, problem, some man. computer icons that yeah. you can download and put on your desktop that I created, uh, oh. that are that are inspired Holy by the shit. album and the band. And the video "To Gaslight" is actually on the fi- on is on the tape.
2: So the video <laughs> "To Gaslight's bad-ass. on here too. Oh, badass! yeah, okay. yeah we will we'll so be playing. playing this- we'll, I mean, we'll, we're going to be playing the whole thing. Uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, we'll, play, yeah
1: we'll play. will play all. Well, we got some covers. Yeah, yeah we'll it's going to all mix things, in. Nice,
2: we're going to sprinkle the whole album throughout the set. Most importantly, it's going to rock. It's going to have fun. Yeah. You
0: know, we're going to get weird. Yeah, yeah we It's going to yeah. be a great time, yeah.
1: man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See if we can actually actually like stand on the stage for that long. You know. Yeah. <laughs> No,
0: it'll be good. Yeah, the only thing I told Chris You'll probably put like some Aleve in the green room for you. Yeah, glucosamine yeah. like, and chondroitin, maybe some Centrum Silver. But yeah, we, yeah. All, we, all, we,
1: all, we all talked about like you know you know boning up on you know vitamin C and you know and none of us are smokers anymore, so yeah. you know I'll have like you minute. will be that night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have an inhaler h- hanging around just in case you know because I have to hit it, you know yeah. you know because the smoke and everything. Because yeah, I'm not used to that anymore. But you
0: should you should get an inhaler and put like. Uh, metal studs, looks like spikes
2: on it <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's not right. a bad idea. <laughs> That's not a bad idea.
1: But we're still gonna bring it, and we're and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a great time, we're gonna, time, we're gonna, gonna have
2: a great time. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, and thank you, man, for fucking that, guys, guys, for helping us, well, man. Thanks nice for dinner, doing the show. Brother, yeah, maybe. I will
0: see you guys Saturday night. Guys, remember, remember uh, Saturday night, May twenty first, leftwoods Get there about nine. We don't know how busy it's going to be, so you know, get Coming your butt planted in the, the seat or stand all night because we can dig that too. I would love uh, that. It's a free show, awesome. isn't it? Yes, free show. Yeah, no, no cover of this show. show. Cover. Um, there's going to be merch. Uh, I can't. Uh, the bar has some cool drink specials, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time that night. So again, that's Relic. Again, Postman. True good me, to see you, brother. good to see you, Randy. Too, nice to meet
2: you, brother. It's good to meet you, brother. Yeah, yeah, Heather. <laughs> <laughs>
0: put it over there yeah all right guys so uh i don't know who we've got next week we're we're, we're redoing the studio right now maybe a couple weeks before i do another show but uh y'all sit tight uh i'm gonna start doing the calendar again i've been kind of laxing in my duties i know that i apologize but uh, i hope everybody's cool uh remember our motto wipe front to back clear your browser history
1: and go see some live music <laughs>